Welcome to the Occupy Freedom Podcast, where we're diving deep into all things kingdom. Your life is not a mistake. You were created for this moment in history to advance the kingdom and govern the earth from a heavenly perspective. Let's join our hosts, Justin and Rihanna Arston. Hey, hey, my name is Justin. And I'm Rihanna, and we are the co-founders of the Freedom Culture Ministry. For those who don't know us, uh, we are husband and wife team for almost 18 years and been doing ministry together for about a decade. Yeah, Freedom Culture Ministry was actually birthed out of a mission to see the sons and daughters of God govern the earth from their kingdom identity and has typically taken shape through preaching, teaching, small group spaces, book writing, prayer ministry, and now the Occupy Freedom podcast. We want to encourage you today, but I want you to know that our goal of this podcast isn't intended for us to have all of the answers or really even give you answers for life. Right. Our goal is actually to have thought-provoking kingdom conversations that would even possibly send you away with more questions than when you tuned in. Because we believe good questions build great discipleship. So let's roll up our sleeves and dig deep. We'd love to hear your testimonies, feedback, and maybe any topics that might be burning on your heart. So please let us know by emailing us at myfreedomculture at gmail.com. Yes, and for more information, articles, and tools, head on over to our website, www.occupy-freedom.com. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to a very long pause from the... (laughs) Well, it is October, so... (laughs) Isn't it Halloween month? I don't know. Whatever you pagans celebrate out there. Oh, you crazy pagans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, we're off to a great start back. Aren't you glad you guys waited two months to hear our voices? Oh, well, we're back. Two months. One month that turned into two months. That turned into like six years. (laughs) Here we are. We're like 85 years old and we're getting back into the podcasting scene. Uh, We're back. We are. We are back in the podcasting world. We made it. We took a sabbatical for a month and it turned into two because we... Forgot how crazy busy we are once fall hits. So it's, here we it's are. So true. Did it's you miss so us, you guys? Did you miss us? Okay. I hear right. yeses. I'm hearing a, you a hear resounding. The yeses too? I'm hearing a resounding. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So, uh, like, what have you? What have you been up to the last couple months? Well, I don't know. You've been here too. It's true. What have That's I been up true. to? What have we been uh, up to? Well. We took. We had our. We celebrated our 18 year anniversary. We did. We did. Yep. Congratulations. 18 blissful to years you for being married to me for 18 years. Well, congratulations to you. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, spent that in Stillwater. It was so great. Biking and eating. It was just a beautiful, beautiful time. It and was perfect weather. Talking about our great. future and what the Lord has in store next, and mm-hmm. yeah, so that was fun. Um, in the month of August, as we've been gone, we've been taking time off of social media. Because we try to do that in August to refocus and recalibrate and try to just seek the Lord and hear what he's saying for this next year as the Hebrew calendar turns in September. And really felt like I got a, a word from the Lord about what he wants to do this year. And we'll be kind of unpacking that as 
the episodes roll in here, but... Yeah, I really feel like this, uh, really this whole summer, but while we were taking our break, sabbatical, whatever you want to We were on a break! <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of biking. Yes, and, and, we rode a lot of bikes. And it, it was, I mean, it was it was enjoyable, it was good exercise, all those things, mm-hmm. but but it was, it was just kind of peaceful, you know, a lot of that was through, you know, paths through the woods and things like that and looking at nature and you couple that with taking a, you know, break from the social media and, mm-hmm. and and all of that kind of stuff and it's just a good reminder that you know we are actually it's a pretty simple life that we can live mm-hmm. and in and that That's in that true. simplicity it's it's very beautiful uh if we yeah. take the time to like slow down and yeah enjoy that yeah simple until you know the tires are going flat your chains falling off <laughs> um, the, the brakes aren't working you know I realize I'm learning a lot about bike yeah, maintenance yeah. though we are learning a lot about there's no such thing as oh we'll just get some bikes we'll just go biking this summer I got a great idea honey this is how this started right I got a great idea let's just get a couple bikes. And we'll just bike this summer. Mm-hmm. Simple as that, right? Mm-hmm. What a simple and fun activity for nope. the family. <laughs> and then we quickly realized after three bike pumps and new Which inner tubes. Which one to buy? For... Inner tubes. I got yeah, a bike that got yeah. stolen. We, got a, <laughs> we had a bike stolen with all the stuff on it. Uh... Oh boy, that's another podcast in and of itself. <laughs> what happens when the thief breaks in to steal your stuff? Get your stuff back. Right. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get to stop it on that. So anyway, that's kind of what we've uh, been we've been up to, yeah. and I feel like through that, Brian, I kind of mentioned this, through that process. I feel like the Lord has really just been unpacking some different things, and and for 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 me uh, specifically, a lot of it around really around identity mm-hmm. and and I feel like identity is this like it's like an onion. I mean there's just so many layers to what we realize that we place um we place different identity in and one of the things that I felt like I uh I learned through through this process I should say learning, right? I mean it's not learn like sure, I've mastered yeah. it, but mm-hmm. learning through the process of it really it's kind of it's val- it's a value proposition and so yeah. you know I think you know, it's good when we bring value to people. We're, mm-hmm. we're we're bringing value to the things that we do. But what I realized was I was actually placing um, some of my value or how I thought others valued me hmm. based on the things that I did. I, I realized that in, in in that when that shifted, and I had some major shifts in in my life as far as how I thought, especially you know, I I always say this like. For whatever reason, the Lord teaches me stuff through my occupation, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I was like, "Hey, here's what I do at work, and here's how I bring value." Yeah. And then, and then things started shifting, and leadership came to me, and they're like, "Oh, you know how we, how what we used to ask you to do, we're not going to ask you to do that anymore." We, Go ahead and just forget everything that you have been right? thinking up to this it's, point. It's exactly right. <laughs> so many things shifted, and then I was like, "Well, wait a second. How am I know that I'm a valuable employee? That I'm bringing value to sure. this organization? Mm-hmm. And, um, and and kind of the response was, well, you're here, so you bring value. And it's like, no, no, no. How am I supposed to like? Yeah, what does right. that mean? You know, it really and, sort of expose some of that performance based absolutely identity and worth absolutely and value. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so even even some like security and some sure. things like that. And so you know, there's just a a, a journey that that I've been going on mm-hmm. too of of realizing that I am valuable. Mm-hmm. And I bring value, 
because Christ is in me yep. and mm-hmm. I bring value to every situation and it's not about about my the performance and the th- yeah. and the things mm-hmm. that I do. And so uh, that's really been just kind of stirring around and, and honestly I've just been kind of wrestling with that because mm-hmm. you know I think in certain spaces that's easy to be like, oh yeah, I, you know that's the you know but to to the Lord has really challenged me to bring that to more and more spaces, and so, oh, yeah. so it's a it's a journey that I'm on. It is not a journey that I have conquered. It well, is a journey. Welcome to the club, right? Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, I would say for me too. You know, as I've been seeking the Lord, I feel like the visions that He's giving me for this next season too are very much centered around the intimacy of just the intimacy of waiting. And the intimacy of understanding that all things are inherited upon salvation, but not all things are manifested at one time. Mm. And it's a journey to get to know him and to unlock those doors and to walk with him. Because along in the process, I I realize what I learn by just continuing to step into the invitations that God gives me. And the other day I was praying and I just saw this vision of Jesus in this season, in this hour Uh, walking kind of this hallway with all these doors and I just saw he had a huge key of rings that he was carrying and he was just unlocking all these doors you know I'll unpack this more on another podcast episode but but really just relating to revelations 3 and Isaiah 22 22 in this hour just being that it is a time of testing and trial for for everybody on the earth there is a time Mm -hmm. of sifting that is here it has been here but there's another level of it that's been coming on the scene again and it will continue to increase. And I think with the sifting, there's this invitation to step into the inheritance of your salvation Mm -hmm. and further and further into that. And and the further in you go, the more you have to let go of ownership and of this idea that you own your life, that you own your things, that you own your relationships, that you own your ministry, that you own your business, you own your your reputation and all these kinds of things, right? And, uh, but really kind of stepping into the surrendered place where there's freedom. And, um, I I love a couple of things that you said there. So first of all, that I don't, I don't, I want to bring back up. And and you said the inheritance of salvation, mm -hmm. you know, a lot lot of times we think of salvation. It's like, Hey, I prayed the prayer, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. in the Lamb's book of Mm -hmm. life and that that's salvation. Um, but, but really there's an inheritance. It's that continual, yeah. like space yeah. that's just such a yeah. beautiful way to think mm-hmm. about salvation it's not just a one and done kind of right. idea that's so good yeah that's absolutely so good. and and just discovering that sometimes we think because we don't see it that we don't actually have it it's not ours right, right? but it's it's you, you know when the word says that the world is re, uh, waiting for the revealing of the son's of God and it's groaning for the revealing of them. It doesn't mean we're not sons and daughters. It means that we're being revealed. Christ is being revealed in us as we step into invitations to grow, to mature, to lay ourselves down. And so I really kind of want to roll into for us on this podcast. I think what's really important that we've been talking a lot about is just kind of diving into this concept of of dying mm-hmm. and dying to flesh and dying to self and allowing that to cause us to live a deeper life and live a greater life in Christ in freedom because we don't have to hang on to all the things of this world. And one of the things that the Lord has called me to in this season, one of the assignments this fall has been, um, I got a phone call from a gal 
over at our homeschool. There's like a homeschool kind of high school classes for homeschoolers. And we've been going there for a couple of years. There's probably about 400 students this year, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I got a phone call from her this later this summer. And she asked me to teach the worldview class for the high schoolers. I instantly knew, I knew in my spirit that this was an assignment. And I kept, like the Lord kept waking me up in the middle of the night with this burden for the next generation and for high schoolers and teenagers. And I know part of that is we're raising teenagers right now. So I think there's that burden there for me. Like, Lord, how do I impart what you've put in me? How do I impart it to my kids? Not just Mm -hmm. teach them intellectually and tell them the Bible stories and teach them how to memorize the word and all the good functionality Uh, all the good form of things, but like, how can I impart function to these kids? And so I am on week five of teaching this worldview class and boy, it is blessing my socks off. You know, you think you go into a place to serve these kids and they end up teaching you a lot about life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, we've probably said that for years, you know, we, you know, we learn so much from our kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and through the process of raising yeah. them and things like that. But, but I know that, um, you know, that's been a, a, a desire in your heart. I know that, you know, uh, spoiler, there is a uh, Raising Nations book that at one point will be finished oh up and finished up and released. That's an, another <laughs> book that Rihanna's. <laughs> that talk hey. about being on a journey. Right. <laughs> I feel like, is there ever a good time to release a parenting book when you're a parent? You think, I, I don't think I'll ever have been able to write down anything that I've learned, quote unquote. <laughs> right. I think I will continue to learn from the mistakes I've made and the things that maybe I was able to capture in wisdom from the Lord as they continue to grow into adults. Like, I don't know. So I think for me, releasing this book is like a challenge because I think, is there ever a time when you can release a book like that and not feel like, oh boy, I don't know half of what there is to know about what the Lord is calling me to write about. So it'll be great. That'll be available on Amazon. On- <laughs> <laughs> in 30 days. <laughs> um, but I think uh, on that, on that, topic of you know uh raising nations and worldview and Mm. and things like that you know you and i have dialogued and and we we just have a desire for for our children but really then the next generation impartation impartation yeah of of just more than the bible sort is that foundation is good i don't Mm -hmm. that's a really good thing but but how does that come to life and how do they Uh, we're we're in such a different culture mm-hmm. uh, than mm-hmm. than when you know even ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah. I mean, I even feel like there's five and a half year difference between our oldest and our you know the next one, and I I feel like they are even growing up in two different worlds. Oh, for sure, and for that's sure. only five years. And I was just talking to Evelyn the other day, and I just said, you know, sweetie. I think we have to have grace with each other in in this whole parenting and raising you guys things in the technological world because number one, dad and I did not grow up with all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have nothing to go on. Like, oh, this is what worked for my, you know, for me and what didn't work. There's some things you can learn um, by process of elimination as you're growing up. Um, And I said, you're like your generation is going through something totally different than the one previous, like to your sisters even. Right. And so we're learning as we go. We have no idea. Like we are 
seeking the Lord's wisdom every single step of the way. And it really just is that. If you want to raise nations for God, you've got to be on your face seeking the wisdom of God in everything because there is so much chaos. I just I just think of, you know, when when Maya was little, I mean, just to give you kind of an idea how quickly, you know, from a technology standpoint, when Maya was little, you know, I remember like running out to the internet and it was still dial-up. Right, remember that I can the actually AOL hear, thing? I can actually hear that little dial thing in my head right now. Oh my gosh, it's like a nightmare. All right. Ring, ring, ring. So Is that it? Did I get it? Did I, get it? I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Okay. And here's what's interesting. Five years later, I, uh, Evelyn has probably heard that that song before. Well, because we've watched You've Got Mail. Uh, right. right. <laughs> but... Right. Uh, but, Who doesn't but love a little Tom Hanks? <laughs> but by the time she recognized, you know, oh, people go on internets, on the internet and things like that, it was already it was already high speed, and there was yeah, already right. getting things on devices. And yeah. by the time she has any recollection of technology at all, mm-hmm. like man, there were smartphones. Yeah, and our you know Maya started off in this dial up thing. It's just that it's it happened so quickly. Yeah. So I've. I feel like you know now we're raising these kids when when they have this portable computer mm-hmm. in their pocket, twenty four seven. They have uh, the ability to be extremely private. Yeah. Right. It takes a lot of diligence of like, okay, hey, you know, what who we text in and let me check your phone and mm-hmm. and all those things mm-hmm. and and you know that's a dynamic in and of itself. Yeah. But all of these things are at our fingertips today. Mm-hmm. All this information and all this and so like this idea of. A worldview, this idea of bringing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kingdom. Okay, how do we, how do we not get engulfed mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. what all of the things that yeah. the world, yeah. all the trappings, yeah. and all of the things that the world has, and and, and I that. and I think you know what the Lord is teaching me most in this season with raising teenagers, but also really teaching these kids this worldview uh, in this worldview class is that you really do have to focus on increasing the greater. And, and decreasing the lesser things. So not mm. focusing on how do we stay away from social media? Right. How do we how do we avoid it? How do we, you know, like, how does all this stuff not impact our children? How can we, what he, he woke me up in the middle of the night one night and I was so heavy and burdened for our kids and so feeling that overwhelmed place. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And you're gonna hear on another episode that we just recorded called The Gray Space, Instantly, you know, the Lord takes me to this space of, okay, it's my grace that's going to carry this and I'm going to give you some wisdom. And he just began to download um, some blueprints for kingdom culture for our family and how to just start cultivating kingdom culture more so in our household, more intentionally. So over the past month, we've just started with the simple kingdom the kingdom principle. culture principle of humility. Mm-hmm. And we've been exploring humility in many, many different ways um, and different activities together as a family. And it's amazing the fruit that starts to come out of it just by simply being intentional. What is he teaching us in this season is definitely cultivating of kingdom culture and imparting something valuable, something eternal to that next generation. And and so we really want to be intentional with that. Um, I think additionally what the Lord has been teaching me is that raising teenage boys feels very weird. <laughs> I literally woke up a couple weeks ago. I woke up to a hamster hanging in my face. Who mm-hmm. does that? Lest you Lest have well. teenage boys, you shall not wake up with a hamster butt in your face. 
I do not. I'm like, I don't even understand. That's funny, Mom. That's funny stuff. I can't believe <laughs> I you didn't find say, that hilarious. Why is this hilarious? <laughs> I found a chocolate granola bar crushed up in my potted flowers. And I was just looking at my phone and I'm like, why is there a granola bar? You know, and my and son tells me. Can we talk about me, the smell? Can we just talk about the smell for just a uh, minute? The feet and the, the armpits. Feet and, the... and we've got one shaving his little fuzzy <laughs> lip. And oh boy, oh boy. Raising teen boys feels weird. I don't even, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. So many weird questions, too. Like, right? where do you even, like, why are you even thinking about was, these things? I was even thinking uh, last last night, we had one of them was like, Dad. I got a I got a man question for you. So oh it kind of pulls me into the into the bathroom and had a couple questions for me, whatever. So anyway, you know, Rihanna, you're you were in bed and <laughs> and uh, and so then I come back and he's like, "Is everything okay?" I was like, "It was just a man question. You probably, you know, it's just like, everything." No, I don't want to know these things about my little boys. <laughs> They're my little boys. No, raising teen boys feels very weird. It was yeah. Feels very. It's all good so though. So much food. Oh yeah. Well, where like so much food so our 12 year old has like size 11 feet <laughs> he like, does what i know i know grown men he grown does. 30 year old men do that and have a size 11 feet we find wrappers to snacks <laughs> underneath rugs in pockets behind the couch under the couch on like in the bathroom behind the toilet like do they ever stop eating is it like I'm having flashbacks of my brother when I was growing up as a teenager. He would eat cereal out of a mixing bowl. Uh-huh. <laughs> he'd, like, he'd like empty an entire box of cereal in a mixing bowl and eat the whole thing for breakfast. Uh, well, I mean, just a regular bowl. I mean, that is just not going to get the job done. Nope. nope. <laughs> and even so, you know, by 11, they're like, man, I'm starving. It's all good, though. You know, like, it's some of that's crazy. But, you know, I, I'm so thankful. I, first of all, they're healthy. I mean, that's... Yeah, they're they yep. they've so you know just the old blast. I have by to that. grocery sh- full on grocery shop twice a week, whereas I only used to have to do it once every two weeks when they were little. But you know what? It's true. They're healthy. They're growing. They're eating. They're alive. Right. They're fulfilling their kingdom destiny. And conversations. You know, some of those are are. It's really been a joy, but. You know some of those conversations and the timing of the conversations. Uh-huh. You know, I have a I have a, a sweet seventeen year old that you know at like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night is like, hey dad, you want to go on a walk? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do, I do mm-hmm. want to go on a walk, and then and then we just sit and chat for like two hours. Yeah. You know, and we do one loop around the neighborhood, and and I was like, okay, we're gonna do a loop and kind of land the plane here. Nope. Nope, we're gonna do we're gonna do a second loop, you know, and so uh, and it's sweet and I love it yeah, and we had yeah. great conversations and but, I wouldn't have boy, changed it like, for the world, but for sure, you know, raising preteen teenagers is is such a different, unique experience. What a beautiful invitation into something so rich and intense, but very fragile, mm-hmm. and you feel helpless all along the way but at the same time again you feel that strength of the lord just teaching you while you're hopelessly and helplessly like trying to guide them in life and knowing that god's got their end and their beginning in mind and it really has nothing to do with you <laughs> you're just doing your best to 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 steward what's there but god really is the one that's at the wheel i think sometimes when they're a little it's like you teach them principles and and you're like, hey, this is a good principle. You can kind of get away with pseudo applying that to your life. 
Yeah. Um, and then when they become teenagers, like there's no pseudo applying. If you're gonna teach a teach a principle and kind of drive in an, an idea, uh, man, you better be on it yourself because there is no <laughs> there's yeah, no right, like true. well this applies to you but not to me like that just it doesn't fly with teenagers <laughs> and so you know I've I've I found myself like well I really want to teach this principle and it's like oh crap I'm not doing that mm-hmm. so guess what I need to get yeah. you know I need to get myself straight. Yeah. Um, before I can, you know, yeah. uh, expect them to do those things, and so it's a good self challenge, yeah. real mm-hmm. realistic. I'm, to me, at the end of the day, it helps keep me accountable, which is uh, which is good too. So yeah, um, yeah, amen. Well, I mean, what's next for us? Yeah, so I think um, from a podcasting standpoint, uh, you know, we're 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 back, right? We're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing this. We're gonna it, we have been releasing every. Uh, every week and as we just kind of praying into this and and things um, we've decided to do it every other week for a couple reasons um, one yeah, just every two weeks or so yeah but yeah about every two weeks um, one I think as we as we do that it you know gives everyone listening plenty of time to listen and re-listen if if they feel that it's valuable enough to re-listen but also with you know some of the things that we've been talking about mm-hmm. um what i don't want to do is is you know say okay let's go for this do every single week for like two months and then be like you know like a crappie on the floor because we you know doing this plus all the other things yeah, the lord has right, called us to do right. so that we can we can stay yeah, strong it's, it's about it. like being able to still say yes to the assignment but but have a strategy for that yep yep we really have enjoyed it. I mean, I cross your fingers, cross your toes. Hopefully, you guys are getting something out of it. But I think for Rihanna and I, even as we, you know, prepare and have conversations, it's really, it's really enriched our our mm-hmm. life and yeah. our relationship and, and our conversation. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, we're getting something out of it. Hopefully, you guys are. But even if yeah. you're not, we're getting something out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> if not, a good laugh, a good time to laugh, right? <laughs> right. Right. Always yeah, laugh so- at yourself, right? <laughs> can't take yourself too seriously but yeah we'll uh we just plan to release podcast every two weeks or so so they'll mm-hmm. be a little bit longer some of them are going to be a little bit longer we've got some a couple will. interviews in the pipeline that are a little bit longer but you'll have a couple weeks to finish it up and listen to it in sections if you want to maybe in between we'll do some scripture readings i know that a lot of people have been enjoying those and been able to share those with people um i really enjoy scripture readings as well so maybe we'll do a few more of those in between if you have any topics that you want us to talk about email us yeah myfreedomculture at gmail.com i don't know maybe we'll uh start a church or something i don't know i don't i don't know well (laughs) slow down now Thanks for joining us this week on the Occupy Freedom Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.occupy-freedom.com and subscribe so you'll never miss a show or an update. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate you sharing it with your friends and giving us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. For further resources, check out Rihanna's best-selling book, Polished and Concealed, on Amazon.com. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Occupy Freedom Podcast.